0: Hey folks, hey millionaires, hey this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. It's approximately 1121 here on it was Monday. And it's moving forward to be midnight, but welcome to the podcast, welcome to the rant where I, Wesley Virgin, go live every night, every evening to have a transparent conversation with you uh, many of you know i am a self-made millionaire i've been rich for hmm, how many years now what eight years <laughs> and i've been a millionaire for that long and over the years you know i've made multi multi millions of dollars and i'm worth about 30 to 40 million dollars currently but i spend my time at 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 night here, in the midnight hour, to give you the opportunity to pick my brain here. And before I get started here, I wanted to share something with you here. Um, the title of tonight's talk is Keep Dreaming. I was watching David Chappelle' latest Netflix special, and it's called Dreaming or Dreamers. And towards the end, it was very inspirational. And he was speaking about and talking about how, you know, the moment where he is in his life at the age of 50, 10 years ago, he had dreams and visions about where he will eventually be. And I can so relate And the reason why I want to just kind of share this with you, because I don't want you to stop dreaming. Listen, you know, people that have the ability to dream or to visualize something that is totally different from their current reality are very special people. Because, you know, I even if I go back 15 years, trust me, man, you know, I mean, I was a dreamer, but no one believed that I would be the person that I am here today. Like if you knew me 15 or 20 years ago, no one would believe that I would be worth millions of dollars. No one would believe that I'll be driving dream cars and traveling around the world and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on clothes. However... I'll never forget this. I was, let me tell you what I used to do. Don't make fun of me, but this is what I used to do. Now, this is when I was on the grind like a lot of you, and this may inspire you to continue to go. I would sit on the toilet when I would take a dump because, you know, I wanted to be um, a speaker. or I wanted to be the person that will, you know, encourage, educate people, speak to people and help people using my words to help people to move them towards their goals and their dreams. So I would, I would be sitting on the toilet and I would just do, and I would talk to myself as if I was giving a speech to thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. And I would do this every night. And you would think I'm having a full-blown conversation with someone, but what I was doing, I was acting as if, and at this time, no one knew who I was. None of my businesses was working. I wasn't making any money. But I would like pretend as if I had an audience. And I was speaking to until So when I was taking a dump, I had these long conversations for 20 minutes. Just as if I was on the rant, if that makes sense. And so... Amazing because now this is what I do. Like I'm talking to you instead of talking to myself. I'm actually talking to hundreds of thousands of people on the Internet sharing my philosophy with them. About how I got started. How I manifest my dreams. So I want you to realize something. Keep dreaming. Comment those words below. Like, honestly, just don't let anybody tell you that. Because, listen, the toughest part about having a dream is that you want people to support your dream. Makes sense? You want people to be happy for you. And we call that support. Because, you know, when you have a dream that's so large, sometimes it's difficult to believe that it will transpire like it will happen so we want people around us to validate the dream or be happy for us but unfortunately that's not what happens usually you know people doubt us they say well I don't know about that they say well you need to get a job and all dreamers know this by the way all dreamers understand that if you continue to imagine where you want to be, the method on getting there, it will show up. You know, and and I get it. You know, it sounds so weird because we default to, well, how do you do it though? How do I, like, if you want to be a famous artist, like a song, you know, a singer or whatever, a rapper or a business person, they're like, well, how do I do it? How do I do it? How do I get famous? How do I get more followers? How How do I, how do I, how do I, and all dreamers understand this. And when I say dreamers, people that are actually have manifested their dreams, like Drake, Rick Ross, and, Oprah Winfrey. I mean, all these people talk about Jim Carrey, David Chappelle. The most important part of achieving something great that people would admire is being able to dream about it. And to dream about it is like thinking about it. And to thinking about, it, it's like visualizing it. Like, it's almost like daydreaming. It's like just, and because I would, I would do this. You know, the thing is, it's so, it's so amazing to talk about this because like everything that I'm experiencing right now, I dreamed about this. I would lay on my air mattress thinking about how I had this gorgeous view from my bedroom. Swear to God. Like I would think about it, I would imagine myself laying in my bed in my very expensive bed, extremely comfortable, looking at my view in my penthouse. And that's when I was paying a1,000 dollars a month for, for rent, and I'm 30 years old. Keep dreaming. Listen to me. If you can dream it, if you can see it, if you can visualize it in the mind, it, it, it will happen. If you're able to hold the vision, this is, and I understand you might say, oh, it's hard to do that. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is difficult. But I wouldn't say it's so difficult because many of you, you hold negativity and pessimism and adversity and problems and challenges. That's what you think about. You think about the pain in your life. That takes effort as well. Like it takes effort to think about how you wish your life was better. It takes effort to think about. What do you need to do to fix your situation, how to get more money, or to fix, like, that takes effort as well. It's the same amount of effort that it takes for you to think about how you're going to fix your life and how you're worried about and how you're stressed out and have you have all this anxiety about your life. It's the same amount of effort to dream and to imagine as if your life is perfect, as if everything is working out perfectly. As if money is coming into your bank account. You're able to fly around the world first class to your preferred destination. Your children are remarkable individuals. That you have functional serving relationships with people. That you have more money in your bank account than you can spend. Does that make sense? That's why my favorite quote is, and I want you to write this down, please. In life, you don't get what you want out of life. You get what you picture. That quote changed my life once I truly understood it. Like you don't get what you want. You get what you picture, which means is. It doesn't matter how hard you work. And I know a lot of you are working hard. You brag about it. Oh, I'm working hard. I'm working hard. Okay. Work is necessary. It's required. It's obligatory. However, the picture of the outcome or the end result is what's going to get you there. Because see, this is what's not taught. I teach this in Prosperity University, my university online that I own. Like we're not taught that the how doesn't matter. What matter? What matters is the dream. It's only that matters the dream you got to be able to picture Jim Carrey. How many of you know who Jim Carrey is? He's a great comedian. You know Jim Carrey? He tells a story about he was in Ace Ventura and all these different movies. He would tell a story on how he wrote himself a check for $10 million He put it in his wallet. This man didn't have $100 in his bank account, but he had it in his wallet. He wrote, himself, he wrote a check for him, to himself for $10 million for services rendered. Ten years later, he does Ace Ventura, and he gets a check for $10 million. Do you guys get it? You know what my goal is? My goal is to try to convince you that what I'm sharing with you is real, and it is real. Because if you believe what I'm sharing with you and you do it, your dream will manifest. If every day of your life, despite what happens in your life, if you hold the vision of who you want to be, what you want to become, what you want to do, it will take place i'm a living testimony folks you have no doubt like I'm, I'm a living testimony it's insane i used to dream about having seven cars i'll never forget that i was you know i said you know i want seven cars i want one car for every day of the week and people thought i was crazy they said well why do you want seven cars you don't need that many cars there's only one of you and this is before I had money. I would tell people, I said, yeah. I said, they say, what's your dream? Well, you know, one of my dreams, I want to have seven cars. I want a car for every day of the week. And they're going to be dream cars, luxurious cars, sports cars, supercars. And they thought I was insane. I said, come on, man. Who needs seven cars? I said, it's not about need. I just want it. Because I like variety. I don't want to drive the same car every day. I mean, who wants to drive the same car every day? I don't. If you do, that's cool, but I don't. And they would tease me about this. And then it happened. Got seven cars. I want to have eight cars now. <laughs> right? Insane, right? I would tell people, I say, I'm going to have five residents around the world. Right now, I have two. I want five different homes or five different penthouses around the world so I can travel and go where I want to go. If I get bored in Houston, I go to Colombia. I get bored in Colombia, I go to France. Get bored in France, I go to Australia. Right now, I have a place in Houston, penthouse, and I have a penthouse in Medellin, Colombia. You know what's so crazy? I used to write down, I said, I'm going to have a maid, I'm going to have a... I wrote, I swear to God, I wrote this. I said, I'm going to have a maid in every location. All my different properties and residents, I'm going to have a full staff. I'm going to have a maid, a shelf, and a driver at every single location. And that's what I have here today. And when I fly to a place, like if I fly, like when I go back to Medellin, Colombia, my assistant, she's there already. She's going to make sure everything's prepared for me, for my um, for my entrance. Once I land, the house will be... You know, stock with food. She'll make sure I have my water and my vitamins by my bedroom. Everything will be perfect because she is there to make sure it's perfect for me upon my arrival. Like I used to write that down. I was just thinking about that. When I had nothing. When no one knew who I was. No one knew who I was. Not mean, no one at all. I didn't have a million dollars. Not even close. I had a thousand dollars. But I just kept dreaming about it. You know, at night, especially during this hour, I would just think about all the things I'll be doing. Honestly. I would just think about it. You know, at night, I would just imagine. I remember this. My children would come stay with me for the summer. And... I remember one particular summer, me and my daughter, we made a vision board together, DeAsia, and me, my daughter, and my son, we will lay on the air mattress, and we will look at the vision board, and we'll tell stories of the places that we would travel. I don't know if my children remember this, but we did this. At that time, we've never been anywhere. Well, they have never been anywhere, but we were just talking about, oh, we're going to go to Japan. We're going to go to Puerto Rico. We're going to go to um, Jamaica. We're going to go here. We're going to do this. Like we would do this every single night in the summertime. My children and I, they, uh, they're person. They have been to over 10 countries. We've been to every country that we talked about on that vision board. We've been there. Isn't that crazy? Been to Hawaii. Been to Japan. My kids, they've been to Malaysia, they've been to Jamaica, they've been to, um, they've been to Paris, they've been to Rome, Italy. Like, at that, t- what, listen, I'm not brag. I'm just letting you know what I did. Like, I had no clue how this was going to happen. Honestly, I didn't. I had no clue on all the dreaming I was doing. And I'm gonna give you the book that I read that really kind of compelled me to do this because I felt that I tried everything in my 20s to get rich and make money. So I said, I need to do something different. And I think the name of the book is called Dream Big. And I remember watching a video of a guy, he's a black millionaire. He was making like a million dollars a month. And I remember when he was giving this little seminar in this organization, it was never marketing and people always wanted to know how he was making the money. How, how, how. And you know what he said? It was life changing for me. He said, he said, you guys are focusing on the wrong thing. He said, I can tell you how I can give you a total plan. But what I want you to understand, that's not what's important because most of you are not going to even do the plan. He said, What's important is the picture that's in your mind about what you want. You got to be so clear. You have to like daydream every day about this beautiful. I used to drive my 19. True story. Listen, I used to drive a 1988 Honda Accord. Broke down. Windows did not work properly. Okay? And I would, I had a picture. I cannot make this. I had a picture of a G-Wagon that was hanging from my rear view mirror. Something I read in the book. The Magic of Thinking Big. That's what, um, the Magic of Thinking Big, yeah. Uh, Honestly, I had the picture of the G-Wagon for years. It was just right there. I would see it every day. And when I was driving my car, the 1980 court, I just pictured myself driving a G-Wagon. And I'm going to tell you something. At the time, it didn't even make sense to say, what am I doing? What am I doing? How am I, I going to be able to afford a G-Wagon? Like at that time, I never, made, I never paid more than $20,000 for a car. I never paid more than $20,000 for a vehicle. And I had a picture of a G-Wagon on my rearview mirror. G-Wagons at that time was like $180,000, right? But I said, well, I don't know how I'm going to get it, but I'm going to get it. Let me tell you what else I did. Write this stuff down. I remember going to the bank. <laughs> You're going to think I'm crazy, but see... This is some of the crazy things that dreamers do. The normal average people don't. I went to the bank. I have no money in the bank. Maybe a a couple hundred dollars. I got checks. I ordered checks. And what I did, I wrote several checks to the vehicles I would buy. I wrote a check for my Lamborghini. I wrote a check for my G-Wagon. I wrote a check for my furniture, for my penthouse. I wrote a check for my vacation. I swear to God, I I hope I still have these checks somewhere. Because one day I want to show people this. Like I wrote checks to everything that I was going to purchase. And I will put these checks on my kitchen counter. So when I would come home from work, that's all I saw. Like I don't put bills on my kitchen counter. Because I didn't want bills, I wanted checks, and the crazy thing is the you know just the unimaginable thing is that I wrote checks for all these different vehicles I wrote a check for the G wagon, I wrote a check for the Lamborghini, I wrote a check for my penthouse i mean i just i mean I write checks for everything now, cash, and not only that I get checks. All the time in the mail, deposits all the time. Don't stop dreaming. Okay? The dreams are important. People that are dreamers are very unique people because people that don't dream are. They try to dream, but at the same time, they want to know how they're going to do it. Well, those people, they don't understand the dreamers. They don't get it. And they never will. You know, when you hear celebrities talk about how they manifested their dreams, how they were just dreaming it and thinking about it and, you know, they say, I'm a powerful manifestor. I'm a powerful dreamer. That stuff is real. Like me, I am a powerful manifester. I can manifest anything. Anything. Because I don't concern myself with the how. Because I don't know how. I may have an idea how it may come to pass, but I don't know. Like, I don't know how I'm going to make a million dollars a day. But I know I'm going to earn a million dollars everyday profit. I don't know when, don't even care. All I know, it's done. I already know I'm going to have my private jet, my G650. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be custom to me, to the king himself. It's going to be super comfortable. I'll be on that thing once a month, once a week at time. I mean, I just know my team will be on the jet as well. Like, I just know. And you may say, well, actually, how do you know? Let me tell you how I know. If I ask you what your name is, and you, I want everybody to tell me what their name is. Comment below. Let's play a little game and show you something here. What's your name? Okay. What's your name? I want everybody to comment their name below. Watch this. Let me show you something here. What's your name? And as you comment your name below, my question is, how do you know that's your name? Like, how do you know? How do you know Angie and Maria, Denaya, Danasa, Leonetta? How do you know that's her name, Virgie, Gregory? How do you know? Like, how do you know? You may say, well, my mama told me. My daddy told me. (laughs) Right? Because how do you know? You know how I know my dream is coming to pass? Because I told myself it would. Like I just told myself it will happen. That's it. The same process of you knowing what your name is. It's the same process that I'm utilizing for my dreams. Like you know your name is your name because someone told you what your name was over and over again. Well, I keep telling myself over and over again that the dream is done. That I have the jet, I got the million dollars a day. Traveling the world private, enjoying myself. Well, my booth ain't. Does that make sense? Like, how do you know your name? You only know your name because your parents have repeatedly told you what your name was. So I can't convince you that your name is not your name. I'm right or right? Can I convince you that your name is not Chris? Can I convince you? That your name is not Slim Bands? I can't. So. What I'm sharing. It's the same process. I just keep telling myself. That I got this private jet. I make a million dollars a month. I mean a a day. Traveling the world. Speaking to millions of people on stages around the world. on podcasts. TV shows. Movies. I mean I'm a very busy man. I got two assistants. That's how busy I am. I have over 50 partners, 90% of those partners are women making a ton of money, looking good, feeling good, doing all white parties in Necker Island, Bora Bora, Fiji every year, taking my team all around the world, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars for them. The reason why I know that's what it is, because I keep telling myself that. What I want you to understand, if you just keep telling yourself, you might say, well, that's a lie. I don't believe that. It's okay. I mean, how did you know your name was your name? Like, how do you know your name is your name? You just believed it because you had nothing else to believe. See, the problem is it's hard for you to believe the dream because your current reality is so real to you. And it's what you're actually experiencing. You can't detach yourself from it. Many of you are so associated, so connected to what you perceive your reality is right now. That you can't disconnect yourself from it. And if you can't disconnect yourself from the current reality, there's no room for the dream. Does that make sense? I want you to keep dreaming. I want you to keep crafting the ideas and I want you to um Keep crafting the ideals and crafting the life that you want to have. Keep dreaming. It's real. Like the pictures in your mind. The thoughts. What you think about if you keep thinking about it, it will it will happen. Just like if you keep worrying about things in your life or stressing about things, then you're gonna get more stress, more worry. It's just it's inevitable. Okay. You're just gonna keep attracting Like, if you keep thinking about your problems, you will attract more problems. That's just, that's like a universal law. I mean, everybody knows this. How do you not know this? All of you know this. Most of you, you listen to me because there's some area in your life that you want to fix or repair or reconstruct. You're not here just because of my voice, you're here because you want more money. You're here because you want to be more confident. You want to be more happy. You want to manifest the things that you want. You want less problems. If you want less problems, stop thinking about your problems. Like, this is like checkers. This is not chess. To me, this is so, this is like, it's so self-explanatory, right? Like Think about it. If you continue to think about how many problems you have, how do they ever vanish? They never will. They will always be there. And you will have more. Just, just by thinking about them, you're going to attract more problems because problems put you in a unlikely mood. It puts you in a bad mood. If you're in a bad mood, you're going to attract more of that bad mood. We all know this. But some of you feel as if you don't understand because you ask me the same questions. Well, how do I get started? How do I make money? How do I do this? How do I get more confident? How do I get more happy? How do I get rid of negative thoughts? And I'm thinking to myself, are you new? Like, are you brand new to my rents? What is the first thing that I share with you, ladies and gentlemen, as it relates to to manifesting anything? What is the first step? Can someone comment below? The first step is obvious. It's not go out there and go find a business. Go find an internet marketing company. Go jump into a never market. No. It's what do you want? Like spend six months to a year. Really defining what you want for your life. That's the key. You got to start to visualize a dream about this life that you want to have. To the point that this life is the only thing that you think about. You don't think about nothing else. But many of you are going in circles. You're going from mentor to mentor, podcast to podcast. YouTube video to YouTube video. Audio to audio. You're all over the place. Business to business. Every week, every month in a different and new opportunity. If you don't know what you want, it is very unlikely that you're going to get it. If you're not daily dreaming about it, you know, you have people like Beyonce, when she was working and singing and everything. I mean, that's that was her focus. She was so immersed that she would forget to eat food. This is Beyonce. Because she was so immersed in her dream. You have some people that have these imaginations. And even though they may be broke, no money. But when you see them, they look like a million bucks. Any questions for me? And let me tell you something. It's going to be people that say, yeah, yeah, dream, but you know, you just can't dream. You got to work too. You got to do this. Ah, listen. <sighs> there are going to be many voices, many voices. On the planet, that's going to tell you to go love, go right, go here, go there. All I can share is my philosophy. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to take it and use it. You can negate it. You can repudiate it. It's up to you. All I'm saying is. The glorious. The orgasmic life that I have here today. My life. It's because I was dreaming about it. I was just thinking about it every day. I was just thinking about it. I was dreaming about it every day. I would just... Sometimes I'd just lay on my bed. And I would close my eyes. I was thinking about when I was in... I was think about being in first class, being served that champagne, laying back on that nice... Uh, They call it a sleeper. If you're in first class traveling international... Like, I would just see myself getting off the plane. When I would get off, I would have somebody, I would have a sign there waiting for me that would walk me through immigration in that particular country and put me in a Mercedes Benz and drive me to my hotel, catering to me. Like, I would just dream about this. I would just see it. And this is my life today. this is my exact life today questions for me talk to me questions here thanks for the shares folks share this you know young people need to hear this because you know the young generation like people in their 20s or young people in their 20s they just they're confused uh, they don't necessarily want to go to school. They're realizing that school—it's just—it's not—it's not—it's not the valuable option. You know, for, before we were we were forced to go to school, and our parents would compel us to go. But now, young people are realizing that school is not the key to riches. That's the key to success at all, unless you know exactly what you want to be. So teenagers and 20-year-olds need to hear this, because this is not taught in your schools, not taught in your homes, but I'm here to teach it to you. Are vision boards really effective? Absolutely. I have five. And they're in my room, on my wall, in this room right now. Mm, Thank you, Nettie. Questions for me, folks. So I want to manifest moving to Miami, Florida. I can see myself driving out there. Okay, well, move. Go. But why do you want to go there? What's the reason? Can you dig deeper on school of today? I mean, honestly, if you want to hear my two cents about school, you might not want to hear it, but I truly believe that school, for the most part, is a scam. Let me explain. I mean, they understand that most people that go to school is not going to be able to afford it, so they give you these huge loans that you'll never be able to pay back. You'll pay those loans for the rest of your life. And as a matter of fact, they want you to take a loan. I remember when I enrolled my daughter into college, they wanted me to take the loan. They did not encourage me to pay it off because she had a scholarship, and I had to pay like a couple of thousand as the remaining balance, but they did not want us to pay it all. They immediately said we have a loan program. They did not ask me, hey, are you paying this off in full? No, they just assumed that I wanted to get the loan. So you think about how many students that enrolled in college every single year and how many loans that are being taken. It's a big business. And another thing about school, they understand that most of those Teenagers or children or twenty-year-olds or te- they just—they're going to drop out. First, second year they're going to drop out. But guess what? They still have to pay the loan. They still got to pay the loan. So they're winning because say if you have to pay thirty thousand or forty thousand for three or four semesters or whatever, and you drop out. Well, now they still have your money and you still have to pay them, but they don't have to teach you any longer. So they don't have to pay the professor because you dropped out, but you still got to pay because you took the loan. Get it? <laughs> it's an amazing business, but it's like, it's a, it's a scam. It's an amazing scam because it's legal. And. Teenagers are going to college, not knowing what major they want to take. They give you what is called a success coach. Success coach is just putting you into anything. Well, you may want to try this because the student doesn't know anything. He doesn't even know what he wants to do because he never thought about it. She never thought about what he or she wants to do. So he just chooses anything with a success coach. Right? Then, when the child gets into classes, they hate it. They say, Oh, God, this is terrible. This is boring. I don't want to do this. And now they lost. They don't know what they're going to do. Now they go home. Oh, I got to get a job. It was a waste of time and a waste of money. Only because they were cajoled until they were forced by their parents. You see, the great thing about school. Oh, not the great thing, but the, the crazy marketing strategy, it's not the school that's marketing to the kids, it's the parents. What do our parents tell children when they graduate high school? All right, you got to go to college. <laughs> it's the parents that are marketing the college to the children. So the college doesn't even have to spend any dollars on marketing because the parents are telling the children they got to go to college. Pick one, select one. Apply. Right. (laughs) It's amazing. Right. And now. Teenagers. They feel pressured. Any teenagers on here right now? Any freshmen in college? I promise you dollars to donuts. Ninety percent of the freshmen that are listening to me right now in college they felt pressured to go. They don't really want to do what they want to do. I know, because I asked them. I asked, you know, T-Day. I said, hey, so what are you doing? Oh, I'm in college. Oh, what's your, oh, I'm an engineer. Oh, do you really like it? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I said, you don't. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, honestly, ask the average freshman, do they want to do what they're currently doing? Like the major that they selected, do they really want to do it? They choose it because maybe you can make some money. They select a major, what they believe that they will make the most money and have the most or best opportunity. But that's not how it works in life. Unless you're just a genius and super smart, even then you're going to be unhappy even if you get a job. And then the average student that has a bachelor's degree in anything Does't necessarily find a job at all, and you're not going to find a job paying you six figures unless you're a programmer, and most of you're not even smart enough to be a programmer at all. So now you go four years, you spend fifty to a hundred thousand dollars, and now you're not even making fifty sixty grand. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Just think about it, you know it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. You're not even making sixty grand a year because you're looking for a job. If you do find a job, maybe you get lucky to get an entry level, $50,000. You know how much $50,000 a year is? Huh? $4,000 a month. $4,000 is some change, but you got to take taxes out. So it's under $4,000 a month. It's $50,000 a year. You think they're playing? You think they're paying teenagers or bachelor degree folks a hundred thousand dollars a year? No, <laughs> they can't even find a job. I know. I live at a penthouse, and the concierge people here they like the concierges. You know, they take care of the building here. Every concier- most of the concierge folk, they already have a degree. They have a bachelor's degree. And they're concierges. You say, why are they concierge? Because they can't find a job. It's just the truth. They can't find a job. You know how many waitresses and waiters are, are, have a bachelor's degree? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Listen, I'm here to tell you it's a scam. I mean, listen, I'm going to tell all my teenagers, if you don't want to go to college, don't fucking go. My son, he's not going to college. My daughter, I knew she wanted to go to college because she wants to be a nurse and a practitioner. So we already set her up because I was talking to her when she was in middle school about what she wanted to do. My son, he's more like. Me, as it relates to education, he don't typically like school. like that. I don't like school. Like, I don't like formal education. I'm self-taught. My son is the same way. He don't want to do it. He don't want to. I mean, that's not what he want to do. He want to be a business person. He's going to go to real estate school, get a real estate license, and he's going to run my real estate business, my real estate investment business. You know, looking for him, I set him up very nicely, but he still got to get his education. But he going not have to go to school why would I force my son to go to school to do something that I know he doesn't want to do? Absolutely not. That's a waste of my money and a waste of his time. You know, my son needs to learn business skills, communication skills, learn how to read, learn how to write, and learn how to speak. If he could do all those things, he will be more successful than any bachelor or master or MBA. What are you talking about? gonna get real life experience all these students spend four years and you're not even getting real life experience now if you're lucky enough to go to harvard or yale or one of these prestigious schools then hey more power to you you're you're setting yourself up uh for success but you know man nobody going to yale and people not getting accepted to yale and harvard it's not happening okay And now you have schools that are scouting the teenagers just to get them to go to their school. Never heard of the school. But they're offering scholarships to these children just to get them in so they can pay the big loans. You know, it's insane. But that's my thoughts about school. Listen. For all my teenagers to get ready to graduate. If you're in college right now, if you don't feel it, get the fuck out. I'm being honest with you, because it's your life. Yeah, your parents will be upset, but they will get they will get over that shit. They're gonna get over it. Trust me. But don't waste your money and your time at a school that you know that's not what you want to do, because you will eventually drop out, fail out, and even if you graduate. You're not going to be motivated to get a job in that field because that's not what you want to do. Does that make sense? Don't waste your time. You can take four years of your life, you can do something that you want to do. You just got to figure out what that is. You spend four years of your life learning a skill, a trade. Okay? Does that make sense? And parents, stop forcing your children to go to school. If they don't want to go, damn, if they want to go, okay, great, more power to them, go. But don't force them. Don't say, no, you got to go to college. You have to. To me, that's just the dumbest parent on the planet. Because it's not your responsibility to tell your children what they should do. You guide them, but you don't force them. It's their life. You have them think about different things. This is why... I tell parents, or I share with parents, that you should be talking to your children about what they want to do while they're in middle school. You know what people used to tell me? Oh, you put too much pressure on your children. Why are you asking them what they want to do when they're in middle school? You're asking them what they want to do in high school. They're just kids. Let them have fun. Fuck no. Absolutely not. That's just, that's extremely unintelligible. Why would I wait until my son or my daughter's a senior in high school and say, "Okay, what do you want to do?" They have no clue. They don't know. They're too busy playing around. Like you, like you just said, they should play around, right? Have fun. They can't. No. I was talking to my children in, in, in middle school. Hey, what do you want to do? You're thinking about it. Jesus. Thinking about it. Did they know? No, but they were thinking about it. Now, they know what they want. I have denia, she's in a ninth, She's in a 10th grade now, but I'm still asking her. She wants to be a social worker and one day, she wants to do this, but I'm asking her, what do you want to do? If you go to college, what do you want to get a degree in? Why do you want to get that degree? What type of job? What do you, you want to do a business? Like I'm asking her these questions because she has to think about it. I don't want her to do something because she feel pressured to do it. I want her to do something because she knows exactly what she wants to be And who she wants to become. Does that make sense? It's called being a great parent. That's why I'm so awesome. You get it? This is why I'm so awesome. I'm fantastic. I'm a great father. They don't call me Daddy West for nothing. I'm phenomenal with my children. Okay? Questions for me. Talk to me. So, to all my teenagers, if your parents give you kickbacks, say, hey, go listen to Wesley Virgin. Wesley Virgin said, I can drop out. Mom, Dad, who in the hell is Wesley Virgin? Go on the internet, go listen to this guy. All right, and then we take care of your parents. Next question for me, please. Questions, folks. Questions. What is the most effective way to remove deeply unconscious negative patterns of thinking? Meditation, for sure. Meditate. Hey, look, how are you? Many of you are late. You just chiming in right now. Why are you so late? I should make you stand up and tell me why you're late tonight. Turn on the notifications for Wesley Virgin, okay? When I go live, you should be aware. You should have a notification on your phone so you don't miss a beat. Stop being late to class. Who wants to go live, folks? If you want to go live, your camera must be on. I need to be able to see your face properly, okay? And don't ask me why I'm not Show my face. Don't ask me that bullshit. Okay. Do you have passive income? Yes. Are you taking drugs? No. I don't do drugs. Questions here. Shaq is ready to go live, all right.
1: Okay, not
0: Hey, you Shaq, how are you?
2: I'm good, Frank. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, sir. Where are you calling from?
2: I'm calling from London. Currently I'm on I'm in Jamaica with my family oh. on holiday.
0: Okay, man, nice. Okay, how can yeah. I help?
2: First of all, Wesley, I'd like to say thank you so much for all of your material. Like, me just taking it in, I'd like to say a big thank you to you because you've definitely helped with my life and actually me becoming a man for my wife and my children. So first of all, I'd say a big thank you to you. Um, you. What, I wanted to, what I wanted to ask you was is I've made a decision to become a Forex trader and taken the time out to stop playing around with doing stuff that don't that don't align with my vision for my life yeah and focus on becoming a forex trader now as you i've, I've heard you mention that you, you you do you do you do a bit of trading as well but what i want to know where you said that um you quit your job to go full time within your business with trading it's a bit different because you have to um have the income coming in from trading before you can make it a full-time job i just want your advice on would you say to go full-time in and quit my job or build it up first
0: so are you brand new or do you have some knowledge about it
2: i have knowledge but not profitable as yet
0: oh okay so you haven't made any money in the forex market yet
2: yeah but i have i have knowledge about how it works um and I'm still continuing to learn. So at the moment, I'm looking for um, teachers that can actually... I have a few people that I'm looking at to teach me. Mm-hmm. But um, a question that I asked myself for, that came out of my meditation was my learning, my, my learning type. So I'm a person where I'm very hands-on. So you can't just give me something and say, okay, read this and then get all the information like that. I'm more of a person where if you show me and you sit down and you give me your time, once I've got it, then I'm going uh, to go
0: got gotcha. yeah i would i would say since you're a beginner keep your job and dedicate hours dedicate hours yeah. to learning forex yeah. right because yeah. you're in the em- infancy stage right now yeah and you know i i would i don't i, I don't own life sometimes i, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't tell people to quit their job but i don't tell people to quit their job directly because that's just something that i did because i would just add yeah. that Breaking point in my life. Yeah, and
2: what worked for one person may not work for someone
0: else. Yeah, yeah, it was a it's a big risk to do it, but like me, honestly, like I just didn't care. I don't know, Mm -hmm. and I don't care about failing. And I think a lot of people that's what they care so much about. And I had children at the time as well, but but I didn't care to fail. Like it didn't it didn't bother me if I would lose this or lose my car. I, I mean, I didn't it didn't really matter to me because. I knew I wouldn't be there forever, right? And yeah. I've lost things before, so it didn't really affect me. But I would tell you, since you're a beginner, and you're right, it does take money to invest into Forex, dedicate so many hours every single day that you immerse yourself with Forex. And I would definitely go to seminars or meet people. If you get lucky enough to find a mentor or someone that you can be around, that's awesome if you can do yeah. that. And then you just kind of learn from them. But I would say in the beginning stages of learning and understanding forex and starting to trade, keep your job. But after you leave work, dedicate, you know, four to five hours here every single night, just immerse training, understanding, watching videos, watching content and kind of self-educating yourself. Oh.
2: That's good. Um also another question I had, you see with um writing out our vision statements, is that as, well when you said that um you, you were doing the personal trainer, the personal training in the private community and you said you'll sit there for an hour writing out your vision statement, was that something that you done every single day, writing out the same vision statement, or was you changing it as your vision grew more?
0: So that's a good question. I actually wrote the same thing every day. However, I expanded on it so okay. I got more detail, if that makes sense. So yeah. one day I might write, I'm so grateful I'm driving this beautiful Lamborghini. The next day I'll write, I'm so grateful I'm driving a yellow Lamborghini Urals. Yeah. So every day I was getting more detail. Remember I talked about the word clarity? Yeah, get, That's what clarity get on, is. Get clear on what you exactly. want. Exactly. So I got very clear every day by rewriting it. And being more detailed and expanding on what I wrote the day before.
2: Cool. Sounds good. Well, I'm going I'm I'm going through the um, genie script. I've listened to it a few times, so I'm going over it again. And yeah, I'd like to say a big thank you for everything that you've you've put out there because it's definitely helped me. It's definitely helped
0: me. up oh, thank you, brother. Yeah, keep going through the genie script. The genie script is very powerful if you choose to really go through it over and over again. Yeah. Because Genie Script the give you an analogy it's like the foundation to building a home Definitely, and yeah. you can't build a home until you dig the foundation and yeah. Genie Strip is, is the foundation it just teaches you all the things that you don't learn in business school that you don't learn like almost anywhere because they don't talk too much about mindset when you know when you start a business start a company they just want to teach you the forex right but even in forex, it's an emotional management type of deal as well. You have to manage your emotions yeah. because if you don't, uh, you know, you'll never make money consistently. So, continue to do that, man. I'm proud of you. Enjoy your vacation, Thank and you I'll very see much. you at the top, brother. See you soon, bro. Much love. Yeah, folks. Um. Yeah, what he brought up was, you know, several years ago, I would go to a private neighborhood, private community here in Houston, Texas. It was a gated community and I was driving my 1988 Honda Accord. No lie, folks. I was driving the clunker and I would write down exactly what I wanted. And the crazy thing is I was told to do this years prior. I remember being a part of never marketing organizations and you would hear the speaker say, write down your dream, write down your goals, write down your dreams, write down your goals. And I would never do it. It's crazy. Or I would do it, but they would be very vague. And and until one day I had a breaking point, I was like, you know what, let me just do it. So every day I just wrote it down and I wrote down and I did it for for months, every day. And every, they, everything that I've written in that journal, came to pass. Next question. Any ladies that want to go live? I'm sorry I didn't let my ladies go live first. But if you snooze, you lose. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, are you getting value here tonight? Let me know. Let me know if you're getting value. Are you taking notes? Are you writing this stuff down? This young man is on vacation and he's tuned in. That's it. A young man that has a high willingness to learn this information. Many people want to change their life, but they're not willing to do what's necessary to do it, to change, okay? Hey, Katie, how are you? So much value. Jennifer, thank you. Much love. Tammy, thank you. Love you. Chris, love you. Bronk, love you. What is the best brokerage account? To have, your fidelity is fine, or a merit What What's next here? How did you find your team? To be honest with you, you know, most, many people on my team, they found me. Honestly. Almost everybody found me. <clears throat> What's next? love you too big tally thanks for the love hey brend kv chris questions for me any young ladies that want to go live let me know your camera must be on as well i need to be able to see you okay what changed your life? A lot of money? I <laughs> mean, what changed your life? You know, honestly, just being disciplined and consistent. Being very disciplined with my daily habits. Believing in myself. And my life changed. I guess... My life changed, too, because I was sick and tired of the pain. I was tired of being broke. Anybody tired of being broke? I was tired, tired of struggling financially. You know, I was tired of going to jail. I was just sick of it. Sick of the bad credit. Sick of the repossessions. Sick of the eviction. I was sick of women. I was just done with all that stuff. Because <laughs> all those things were a distraction. Especially when. It was just a distraction. You know, I know I talk about this every night, but man, women are nothing but a distraction if you're not wealthy yet, if you want to be wealthy. You know, you can keep believing that you and your woman are going to make a million dollars together. Well, okay, we'll see. I'll watch back. I can't wait till someone goes live and say, Wes, me and my baby, we rich together. We did it together. I haven't heard that conversation yet because it rarely happens. What's your favorite asset to get in 2024? My jet. How to get there when someone is broke? How to get where? Thanks for the badge, Shaq. Yeah. yeah, women. Yeah, Women, let me give you some advice. Women always like when I give them advice. Women, w- men are a distraction. I tell all women this. And men don't like this, but women. Especially women that are 25 or 30 plus. Listen. Listen, I'm going to share this from the top of my heart. If you're going to date a man. Say if you want to be rich. Say if you want to be wealthy as a woman. And if you choose to date a man. Date a man that's a millionaire. okay? Okay? Like I advise you not to date anyone. To focus on yourself and build it. But if you do date a man. If you choose to sleep with a man, open your legs for a man, and your goal is to be a millionaire, make sure that man is a millionaire. Okay, let me tell you why. Because you will learn a ton. You will learn a lot from that man. Okay? Because the fastest way to make a ton of money is to get around a person that makes a ton of money. You'll learn a lot. You'll learn discipline. You'll learn good habits. You'll learn a ton. Okay? So, This is what I tell women. Don't deal with the nine-to-five guy. Nothing wrong with the nine-to-five guy, but if you're trying to make millions, if you're dating a nine-to-five guy, he's going to influence you. Okay, don't date a man that's not making a million dollars. Six figures, no. If your goal is to be a millionaire, date a millionaire. Okay? Does that make sense? (laughs) I see... So many women, they just date down. You know, they date men that don't inspire them. They date men that don't take care of them financially. Women, you know, listen. Women, if you're out here opening up your legs because you want some pleasure and you're dealing with Pookie and Ray Ray, like you're having sex with Pookie and Ray Ray. Say if you're an established woman, you do pretty well for yourself, and you're dealing with Pookie and because Pookie and give you good sex, or I don't know, it's just something to do in the moment, you're going to fuck up. You'll see. You're either going to have a baby, you're going to get some type of STD, or you're going to put yourself in a situation that you can't get out of. Like, be smart, women. Women, I expect more out of you, honestly, because... It's not difficult for women to get whatever man that they want. So, women, be smart. Don't waste your time with men who don't have nothing. Don't waste your time with men that have all the red flags. Don't waste time with men that's not going to take care of you financially. Don't waste your time with men that cannot provide for you. Like, why waste your time? Because you just want some affection. That doesn't even make sense. You're better than that. Don't be a slut. Dog. Don't be a whore. You know? Don't be out here just opening your legs for any man. Be smart. Okay, I'm done with that. Alright, what's next? And if you haven't found the man that you want to deal with right now, hey, listen, they got all types of toys for you. Use your toys. But you need to preserve your vagina. Preserve it. Don't let everybody inside you that don't even make sense. That's insane to me. That's your power. Preserve it. Nourish it. Okay. What's next? What should I start that could generate me money? Internet business. Digital. I mean, I can tell you so many things, folks. (laughs) Internet business. Digital marketing. Look it up online. Do your research. Uh, Like women, and I'm going to let this go, but ensure that you put, if you're going to bring a man in your life, especially if you're 25 or 30 plus. If you're going to add a man to your life, make sure that he's adding value. I see so many women, they have to inspire their man. They need to educate their man. Gotta tell their man almost everything. I know women, when they get the apartment, they have to get the apartment in her name because the man has bad credit. She's trying to help the man. What? No. No. That's not how you help a man. Yeah. Your man is not your child. You got to educate him about life? That's insane. Like, I don't need a woman to help me make money. I don't need a woman to tell me how to manage my finances. Absolutely not. I just need a woman to be kind to me, rub me, hug me, kiss me, smell me, smell good, look good. Tell me nice things about myself, compliment me, smile at me, pet me. That's it. Rub my feet. Make me breakfast at night. That's what That's what I want. I don't need you to teach me how to do a budget. <laughs> I don't need you to help me fix my credit. What? No. Never.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Wesley, can you please tell these people all business models work, they just have to choose one that matches the lifestyle they want and focus? Sure. When you say that the average million is 57 and, and that it takes 7 to 10 years to make your first million, does that mean that as I am 42 years old, I can make my first million before 50. You can. You can. If you will, do what it takes to get there. You see, this is the funny thing about making money. I'm making millions. You, know, you never know when it's going to happen. But if you quit, if you give up, it never will happen. But no one knows when it's going to happen for you. And I wish I could tell you when. Like I can give you my philosophy, give you my methods on how I did it, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily going to work for you that way. But I'll tell you this, just don't give up. Don't give up. Take risks. Go for it. You know, Put your all into it. Believe in yourself. Believe that it will happen. Dream. Separate yourself from the nonsense. How long did it take you? Maybe nine years. We love you, Wes. I think I'm going to get that Put on a T-shirt. Yeah, Tammy, can you make a T-shirt that says, we love Wesley Virgin? I would appreciate that. Put a little heart on there as well. (laughs) A pink heart for all the ladies, a blue heart for all the men. (laughs) Listen, this is a rant, folks. I keep it real, honestly. I keep it really, really, real. I keep it Cat Williams real, okay? I'm just telling you what it is. Either like it or love it, okay? That's it. But I'm just that. This is just my philosophy. This is my, it's the way that I think, and it and it's it's worked out for me. Okay. What's next? What is the best way to get traffic for affiliate product? Yeah, run ads, man. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. What's next? Nine years? Yeah, man. I know you hate that, huh? You know, when I say say nine years, you know, that discourages a lot of people. And that's good. Because you know what? You know, millionaires like myself, we don't necessarily want competition. So when I tell tell young people, yeah, it's going to take nine years, they're like, what? Nine years? That's too long. Okay, great. Work at Burger King, McDonald's for the rest of your fucking life. School with me. Make minimum wage for the rest of your life. You're going to be at a 9 to 5, 3 to 11 job forever. Get ready. For the next 30 to 40 years, you're going to work a job that you can't stand. That's going to suck the life out of you. Yeah. I mean, 9 years compared to 30 years of doing something you don't want to do. Hey, hey maybe for the 9 years, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a struggle. And maybe you're not gonna like it, but it's only nine years, thirty to forty years doing something that you don't want to do for thirty to forty years. That's a long time, folks. That's a long time. So I got eight left. (laughs) You wish.
1: Uh, Well, we'll see. Yeah,
0: we'll see. Like, if you're going to make it in nine years, my God, you need to start writing better um, your English. You need to improve your grammar. Wes, I got a huge business, which I think you're going to love and take part. I talked to Darrell Reed the other day from my call, and he said, you might be interested. Let me know where I can send the business. Yeah, I just sent it to my P.O. box. Folks, send all, all gifts. Everything. If you want to send me something, I have a P.O. box. I created it for you, all my friends, which is you. Just send it to the P.O. box. It is in the bio on my Instagram account. Okay? Folks, just to let you know, my birthday is next week, January the 16th. So I'll be looking for those open raisin cookies and those purple Skittles. Okay? Don't let me down. Don't let me down. And you can send anything else that you think I might like as well, you know. Ah, I'm always open to get gifts. I like giving gifts because I give gifts as well. So I like it, you know. I love it. I love it. This is the year of receiving for me. Is Amazon FBA a place to start a business?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Uh, I'm glad to know that I'm not crazy the way I think about men. I'm not going to settle until I find the one I'm looking for. Yeah, of course. Listen, women, and let me let me share this, and I'm going to get off this topic, but it seemed like you guys like talking about relationships. Listen, women, you shouldn't settle, but women, make sure that you're the type of woman as it relates to the type of man that you're trying to attract, okay? I would suggest to be a traditional woman like if you want a a remarkable guy remarkable man such as myself well we like traditional women women that are kind that are nice that they're submissive they want their man to lead women that want to be feminine not masculine women that are just softer women that listen more than talk women that are agreeable Women that let their man lead, but like traditional women that cook. Sometimes I mean I know I have a shell, but sometimes you gotta cook for daddy. You know, does it make sense? So women, make sure that you're willing to be the type of woman that you want to attract in your life. I mean, you know, I mean the type of man you want to attract in your life. But absolutely, don't settle for a man that's not that's not a provider. Don't settle for a man that has bad credit. Don't settle for a man who doesn't have his finances in order. Don't send up for a man who doesn't have some sense of emotional intelligence, you know. You got to be careful. Um, men that are lazy. Men that play video games. So stay away from these men. You know? You know, men that have bad hygiene. I was talking to this young lady the other day and she said, you know, one thing, I said, what is one thing you, you want men to improve on? I they said their hygiene. I'm like, what? Wow. So you know, man, get your hygiene in order. Bad breath and bad smells. Come on now, that's just come on, come on, come on. Wesley, when do you know when to pivot a business plan? You mean you mean pivot in the business? You know, to be honest, honest with you, um, it depends on the business you're currently in. If you're in a business that you know that works because somebody else is doing it, well, it's just something that you're not doing. But if it's a business that you're not modeling, then if, if you're not making any money in two to three years, you may want to pivot for sure. I'm not going for love necessarily next time. Yeah, yeah, security. You know. We talk about this woman that's looking for love. I get it. You know, I hear this from women. I just want a man that loves me and cares about me. I just want a man that loves me and just there for me and just care for me and love me. I just want to feel love. Listen, be smart, smart woman. Yeah, love is great, but your, your man needs to be to provide as well because love don't pay bills. Love don't pay for trips. Love don't buy cars. Love don't take financial pressure off of you. You can have a man that loves you, cares about you. You know, He's all, always there. But if he can take financial stress off of you, then what is his purpose? It's like, okay. You know, to me, the act of love from a man is to be a provider. To me, that's my number one value as it relates to a woman, is to be a provider. Like I enjoy providing for my woman taking care of her. Let me tell you why, you know. Listen. And Men, let me tell you this as well. It's nothing like a woman calling you with a problem that only, only you can fix. Mm. You say, baby, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And she looks at you with those beautiful, beautiful eyes.
1: Oh, thank you, baby. Oh, my God. You're so amazing. Of course.
0: man. Now, if you never experienced that, try it. You know, next time when your woman calls you or, you know, you know she's going through some things like me, my woman. I always know when my woman is having issues. I just can tell because I'm able to read the body language very well. So you got to get that good, man, that you're able to read your woman that you know when she's frustrated, when something is wrong, when she's not aligned. It's your responsibility to get her real mind. And when she said, Well, you know, I just had a flat tire or you know, my car, my tire this and my blah, blah blah don't worry about it. I got it. I'm gonna take your car over here and we'll get it fixed. Okay, baby. She was like, Huh? Oh, and let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, men I know some of you men are not financially set yet, but once you become financially set or stable as a man, you can imagine the type of love or how this woman will capitulate towards you i know some of you men think that these women love you cuz why you broke right but let me tell you something when you start to fix a woman's problems its a financial problem cuz you know everybody has financial problems especially the women if you start to take some of that pressure off of her mm, mm, you can imagine that experience with a woman, it's euphoric. It is I, I can't explain it to you. You just have to experience it for yourself. Women, am I right? Okay. Questions here. You see those loves? Women know I'm right? Of course. I mean, when a woman tells you, folks, listen. When a woman gives you a problem, she just talks about the problem. She's not even telling you to fix it. Say what I gotta do is I gotta do I gotta, I gotta pay this, I gotta pay this. You say don't worry about baby, I got you. <laughs> I got you, baby. Don't worry about it. Just relax, I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. Send her a little send her our cash out. Done deal. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, all the women like, like Yes. Yes. Look, you you want a woman to be submissive to you? You know, men complaining about women. Not being obsequious. You want a woman to be submissive? Provide for her. You know, take care of her. You will see that little girl come out of her. I'm telling you. You want that little girl, don't you? You want that little girl to come out of her. And every woman has it. You know, say if your woman is hard all the time, yeah, start taking care of her properly, financially, when she needs you to do it. And honestly, if you're smart enough, if you know your woman, you should be able to assume what's happening and fix it ahead of time. Don't wait. And as a matter of fact, your woman shouldn't have to ask you to fix something. Like, like if she has a problem, just fix it. It's like, I don't need a woman tell me, oh, maybe can I get some money for this because I ain't got this. I need some money for this. No. Listen, of my years of dating women, I, I've never had a woman have to ask me for money. No woman have ever asked me or asked me to fix them. I just do it. If she has an issue... She got a problem financially. If I make a love to that woman, I like that woman. That that problem is going away. And let me tell you why. Because that stress that she's dealing with, I don't want that stress to be pervasive in my life. Does make sense? Because if she's stressed off about money, when she gets around me, she's going to be stressed out. Then we're not going to have a great uh, functional situation there. So it's my responsibility to make sure that she's de-stressed so she can be happy, cause I'm happy. I'm always happy. You know what I mean. I'm all, I'm always excited. So I'm going to relieve that stress. So when she come to me, she relaxes in my masculinity. Does
1: that make sense, man?
0: You get it? But many of you men, you don't need, you don't need women right now. You need money. When writing out our vision statement. Do you, you have it written out as bullet points? No, I will write it like in story form. Honestly, make sure you share this out, men or women, to all your all the men that you know. Share this video out so they can get educated, because you know men, men don't get it, unfortunately. You know, share this them so they can understand that men should be the leader and the provider. It's no fifty-fifty. You know, fuck all that 50 50 stuff. Real man don't do 50 50. I don't care what man say. I don't care what man try to get you to believe. No. There's no 50 50. Okay? No. No. The man pays for it all. And yes, I get it. Some men will feel pressure because of that statement. So what? Maybe that will get you to earn some money and get financially astute. Come on. Don't get mad at me because I don't believe in the oddity of 50-50. Why do you want the woman to pay For what? Like, who's wearing the pants in this relationship? Who's the leader? Like, me? I'm the leader in my motherfucking relationship. Period. You want to ask who's the leader? And, like, you know how sometimes women, are like, oh, there's two leaders. No, ain't you no know, two leaders. It's one leader. And that's me in my relationships. I'm the leader. It is what it is. And, like, if the woman is not able to surrender to that, it's fine. Bye. Deuces. I want a woman that's ready for me to lead her because I'm a great leader. Okay? All right, what's next? Real talk, Wes. Uh, absolutely. Why don't men understand this? This is how you unlock a woman. True. Well, let me tell you. It's- that men don't understand it men they don't they don't know what they need to do to make money and they feel pressure because making a ton of money is, is very difficult see if a man has to make money and have to get focused that I mean they can't play video games they can't hang with their dumb stupid friends they can't watch a bunch of football a bunch of basketball on tv they have to get focused and men don't want to do all that. And they don't want to feel any pressure when it comes to money. Because it's already hard for them to make money anyway. And they don't see themselves as making more money. Make sense? So, when the whole money thing pops up, they say, well, you know, she should pay for me sometime. She should do this for me too. She should, why do I have to always pay for the drinks? They See, men, because of their insecurities, they always feel they're being used by women. That's insane, isn't it? Men typically think that they're getting used. They always think this way. They're like, well, I'm going to make sure she ain't used me, so I ain't going to take her to a five-star restaurant. I'm going to take her to Burger King. I'm going to take her somewhere else. Now I'm going to spend all my money on it. I'm not going to spend $200, $300 on a dinner. What do, I, what do I get out of it? See, that's just a man's insecurities that speak that way. If a man is always talking about how he may get used by a woman, <laughs> he's just insecure. And usually there are men that are broken average. Uh, they just don't have a lot of money. Make sense? Men that are typically wealthy, they don't care about money like that. They're not even thinking about getting used. Even if the woman was used, you don't, you don't even care. Because money, to him, he don't put it on the pedestal. It doesn't matter to him. Like if he go to a five-star restaurant, if you take a woman to a five-star restaurant, it's not just because he wants to take her. It, that's just what he likes. Like me, I like five-star restaurants because I like good food. I don't like piss poor f- food. My body's a temple, so I want the best meals in my body. So if I'm gonna go on a date, I'm gonna take the woman to a place that I want to eat at. Uh, uh that's that that I like. like. That's gonna be like good food. That makes sense. <laughs> not, I'm not trying to test her and, well, let me see if she really likes me. Let me pick her up in my 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 hundo accord first to see if she really li- I'm like what that's insecurities man see my mentality any woman that i go out with you you love me you you love me day one i mean you probably, within one week you're gonna love me i'm telling you and if i don't feel that energy from you then i'm just not gonna date you that's that's just how I, that's just how easy it is honestly man let me give you this advice as well i gave it to my friend the other day listen if you're gonna date any woman man and make sure the woman likes you more than you like her. You should not like the woman more. Think for, for a second. You may say, Well, why why is it like that, Wes? Why should the woman like the man more? Well, if you become a capable man, which, which means that you are at the top of your game as it relates to your finances, your physical feature, I mean, you know, your physicality your communication skills and your emotional intelligence why would you like her more because it's a small amount of you like capable men it's a very small amount of capable men on the planet okay but it's it's a it's a lot of women but but if you are a beta man average then you don't have the opportunity to select the way that you should because you just haven't climbed the hierarchy as it relates to uh, a man's place in a woman's life. But the woman shouldn't like you more because she knows that you're special. Make sense? When I say special, she understands that a lot of women want you, that you're the cream of the crop. So since you're the cream of the crop, And all women want the cream of the crop. Come on now. They all want that. They want the best. They don't want the worst. And they don't want average. They want the best. So since they want the best, they understand that they got to do a little bit more to make sure that she keep you with her. You get it? But if you like your woman more than she like you, mm, you're done. (laughs) I mean, get ready for your broken heart. You're done. All right, what's next? What's up, Mariah? Mar- 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 How are you? I'm uh, Maria. I don't like men who ask where you want to go. You tell me what time and in- what to get. Yeah, of course. I mean honestly, I don't know why men don't understand this by now. I mean I think they do, but I'm like, come on, men. Don't ask women what they want, they don't know. Women don't know, they don't know nothing. No offense women, but you don't know. You don't know where you wanna go, you don't know what kind of shoes, you don't know your dress, you wanna wear, you don't know anything. You know when women ask me, what should I wear? I tell them what kind of shoes, those shoes baby, that goes great with your skin. Meet me seven o'clock at this restaurant, don't be late. Wear that black dress that I like, no panties. Like tell women, they will do it. And they would love it because most men are so indecisive. They're so afraid. I don't know. They're just so scared. And listen, if you can't tell a woman what to do, like, if if you're the type of man that's, hey, what do you want to do? Then you need to do some inner work. I'm sorry. You're not ready to date because you're going to lose. Women like a man that's dominant, that's powerful, that's strong. They love that shit. Okay? So don't don't ask a woman what she want to do. Tell her. Tell her. We're going to be here here at this time. Do this. Okay? Okay? (laughs) What's so difficult about that? I I don't understand. What's the best way to empower a man who used to be successful but lost himself and is struggling now? And you have kids together. Well, you can encourage him, but that man needs to do what he needs to do to put himself back in the position where he used to be. You can encourage him. You can tell him he's amazing. He's great. But at the end of the day, the man has to do it for himself. Make sense? Okay. West, I'm screaming. <laughs> you should be. Because I'm, I'm talking facts here tonight. I'm taking you to Joey Uptown tomorrow. Oh, that's in Houston, Texas.
1: Joey Uptown.
0: Wes, how can you spot genuine good people in business and in life? Meditate, my guy. You got to have what is called the uh, power of discerning power. You have to be a discern properly with people. And you only will get, get this through experience, man. But I would say be the best version of yourself and you would usually attract those type of people. Okay? I'm just scrolling down here, folks. I think I missed some questions here. You're always speaking facts. Thanks for the correction, Mariah. See see what Mariah did? She wrote a sentence that says you are we you, you speaking facts west but then she corrected herself and put your i love that by the way i, I love that the gift of discernment exactly now you spelled that wrong Shakira. wes you're dangerous absolutely that's another thing man you have to learn how to be a little dangerous in life, and dangerous doesn't mean that you're out here killing people. Come on, come on, are you out here beating people up? But you got to be dangerous. It means you got to have boundaries. <laughs> you got to have bound, ba- especially with women. You got to have boundaries. Some of you men have no boundaries. You let women talk to you any type of way, do what they want to do around you, and they're just having a ball. Okay, you got to know when to check a woman. You know, you have to know when to tell the woman, hey, stop, stop talking. I mean, you know, you do it your own way. But you got to have boundaries. Or you got to say, hey, don't you ever say that again. You hear me? Ever. <laughs> and women like that stuff. You may think she don't like it, but she loves it. Like, she might be like, she might be sad a little bit, but she likes it. She might then it turned me on. I mean, I'm telling you, I know this. Women like that. Because they like to feel that masculinity, that masculine energy. They just love it. It turns them on. When you check them properly. mm, mm. Just look at the comments below. (laughs) Somebody said when he's a millionaire. (laughs) Ah, Latoya said, well, you got to be a millionaire first. Yeah, well. She's he's kind of correct on that. I mean, he has to have some type of financial stability. <laughs> you can't be trying to check a woman if you don't have a check. Makes sense? You can't check without a check, okay?
1: <laughs> ah! That was funny.
0: <sighs> What's next? Questions for me here.
1: Uh, what's next, ladies and gentlemen? You guys are
0: having a good time, I know. <laughs> West do you like to golf? No, I don't actually. I don't at all. <laughs> uh questions for me, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Beverly, how are you? Question. You know, at the end of the day, I just want you, I want all of you to take action on what I'm sharing with you here. I know we have fun as well, but like I said, keep keep dreaming, man. Keep dreaming. Don't let anybody tell you that the dream that you have in your mind is not going to come to pass. Fuck those people, you know, honestly. I I get it, you know. Some of your dreams are outrageous. They're insane. So what? It's yours. It's your dream. Keep thinking about it. And at the same time, keep working. Do you like the gym or do you do it uh, to maintain your good physical body? No, I love the gym, my guy. I want to go work, work out right now, honestly. But I need to let my body rest so it can build, so I can work out tomorrow, which is back and bys. Shout out to Houston people. We love you. Yeah, shout out to H-Town, everybody, all my Houstonians, all my Houstonians. Mm. Your laugh makes me laugh. And folks, that's how I laugh for real, you know, in real life. I have a fake laugh. And I have a real laugh. This this is my fake
1: laugh.
0: <laughs> and this is my real
1: laugh.
0: Get it? Yeah. So you know if if I'm laughing a certain way, I'm faking it. Even when I'm real, <laughs> it's just the truth. I'm the honest. <laughs> It's it's so true, though. Oh, God. What's next? (laughs) You guys are having a good time today, huh? Listen, I'm, I'm glad I can put a smile on your face. Now, imagine as you're smiling, as you're happy, you're thinking about your goals and dreams. Like, think about about that you right now have achieved your dreams and how you feel right now. This is a celebration. It's celebrating and you're happy because all the hard work, all the sacrifice, all the late nights and the relentless attitude towards becoming who you are now, it all came to pass. Think about that. Envision that. Feel that, okay. okay? People are obsessed with me. How do you deal with that? Obsessed how, Mariah? Explain yourself. How's Columbia? What made major move there? It's gorgeous, and I love it. How was your burger yesterday without the bun? Hello, did I eat a burger yesterday? No, okay, Okay, folks, let me tell you this. So that burger never came. I ordered ordered burger and wings from Big Sis. It's called Big Sis here in Houston, Texas. They canceled my order. I was hot.
1: Okay, I was upset. But it's all
0: good. They worry about me. Who is they? Who worries about you, Mariah? Share, please share. Hey, Kelly, how are you? I really think that you are from a different planet. Your brain is wired differently. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I'm from the planet. Which planet am I from? I don't know.
1: Another universe, folks.
0: Are you in Houston or Columbia? You take a guess. What do you guys think I'm at right now? Look at the view. Tell me where am I currently located? Maybe I will bless somebody with some money if you guess promptly. I mean, it's quite obvious where I'm at. Where am I? Where, where am I? Where's Wesley? What is important to make a million before you, before someone starts to live the life you want? What if my goal is 500K to live the life I want? Then that's great. Then your goal is 500K. No, you don't need a million dollars. Not at all. Everyone around me, Mariah, Mariah, are uh, you telling me that everyone around you are obsessed? When you say obsessed, what do you mean? Like they like you? you they want to marry you. They want to be. I mean, I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not understanding the issue here, folks. This is Houston. This is Houston, Texas. Come on, you don't know your city. This is not Columbia. This is Houston. Yeah, Columbia is much more beautiful than that. I mean, that is gorgeous, but. Columbia is on a different level, folks. They're too concerned about you. you you're you still, Mariah, you're not, I, I don't understand what you're asking here. Too concerned about you about what? Tell me in layman's terms, what's the problem?
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. What's next here? Any more questions for me, folks? Well, we have 91 beautiful people in here tonight. I'm sorry to hear about your burger. Yeah, I know, Sky. Jesus. Does anybody know how to cook? Maybe you can come over and fix me a nice, nice burger, you know. That would be nice. I haven't had a homemade burger in a long time. You know, I want one of those burgers that you got to, you know, you know how you take the meat, beat it around a little, a little bit and, Do your best to make that patty, you know, with your hands and season it with your hands. I want one of those burgers. Ah, my God. Life is so difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I want a juicy burger, man. Come on. Hey, Angel, how are you? West, is California a good state to move to? No clue, my guy. I've never moved to California, so I couldn't tell you, brother. Mariah, you want to go live? Let me know if you would like to go live or anyone else if you want to go live. All I was trying to say is everybody needs to mind the business that pays them. Okay, well, we'll cut them off, Mariah. If they're obsessed with you you and they are irritating you, block them. That's easy. Block them. (laughs) Oh, my God. What did you do when your family doubted you even when they seen success? Uh, well, no, when they saw, when they saw the money come in, they didn't doubt me any longer.
1: You live in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh,
0: so you want an old school burger? I do. I want an old school burger with cheddar cheese, onions. And Hawaiian bread. You know you know, those Hawaiian sweet roll buns? That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I want. I hope someone's listening that can deliver that to me. That would be nice. Mm, but I, I, honestly, I shouldn't because I'm working on this six-pack, this eight-pack here. So, mm, unfortunately, I have to manage my carbs. Hey Brian, how are you? Brian says California's okay, depending on where you live. <sighs> Any more questions for me, folks? I got to get to work. Beef or turkey? I don't know, man. Salmon, fish. How do you like your onions grilled, or just on the burger?
2: Well, honestly,
0: the the onions can be raw. Okay, they don't to necessarily be grilled, but they could be raw, honestly. I'll do Uber Eats. What do you want? No, I don't want Uber Eats. I want somebody to come to my kitchen and actually prepare it. Yeah. yeah. I, I do Uber Eats and DoorDash every day, folks. I am a homebody, so I'm always doing Uber Eats and DoorDash daily. Okay? okay. I think I need the Rehire myself, honestly. I was going to deliver it. No, you're going to deliver it? Oh, man. Thank you, Abundant Girl. But I'm in Houston, Texas. If you're not in Houston, that's going to be a problem, huh? Beef or turkey? turkey burgers? Beef. Come on. Turkey? I don't want any turkey. Come on. If I'm going to eat a burger, I want to eat a beef burger. Come on, man. Turkey. Hey, hey, we're not at this moment. Moment at one eleven in the morning, I, I'm not trying to be healthy. I'm trying to eat good and sleep like a baby, all right? What's next? Do you feel like you've reached your maximum potential? No, not at all, Chris. It would take a minute to unthaw. All you need to do is run some water over it, you know? Did you say unthaw? <laughs> Isn't it just thaw? Not un- but anyway um yeah just run some, some hot water over it where's your cook yeah i didn't rehire hire the old shelf so now my assistant is looking for a new shelf because i'm not gonna be here long like next week wait let me see this week. This week. oh n- wait next week oh i leave for dubai next week folks i'm gonna be out of here yeah they want to get back from dubai I've been in Houston for a couple of days, then I'll be back in Columbia. Mm. Eating at night pulls blood from the brain during sleep. Okay, Dr. Starfighter. Thank you. What exactly do do you do when you say you got to work? So, I. so, folks, I have a few companies. So, at night, I go through all my companies, right? I may log into the back end. I look at all the money. I look at the sites as far as are they functional. I look at custom service tickets. Like, we have Zendesk. So, I look at a lot of stuff. You know, I, I go through everything to make sure everything is good to go for tomorrow. It's just something that I do. Or, like... Like, right now, we're working on the app. I have a whole team that's doing that. (sighs) I haven't haven't tested it yet, but I have a better testing team, but I just haven't had time to do it. And right now, we're getting ready to relaunch Genie's Crip on a new platform. We should go live tomorrow, fingers crossed. So, I had to purchase new sites, new domains, folks, I'm technical as well, so I understand the technical aspects of the business as well and usually I just do it because it's just easy for me so yeah Whereas check out Steve Gundry podcast on YouTube it would change your life man I don't need my life changed again it's already been changed man how many times do I need to change my life you know when people are like man it'll change your life I mean how many times does a life need to be changed folks I'm good Very welcome. I want to go to Egypt, but my mom told me not to go right now. Nah, I've been to Egypt. It's amazing. You like the song "The by Maluma? I've never heard of it. Honestly, I've never heard about that song. What's one of your main goals in life, West? PJ private jet. Period. No, making love on a private jet. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Haven't been to the Maha Club up yet, so those little bathrooms on the plane are too small, man. I need a PJ. You're a real life comedian. Absolutely, I am. Of course, when I want to be. What's next? I mean, folks, I got to entertain you as well. Like, I can't just drop gems. And educate you without giving you some comedic feel. Uh, You need that, right? If not, you'll get bored, unfortunately. Because many of you are lazy. So, have to entertain you and educate you all at the same time. Sad. Sad, man. Mm. I hear you talking about the Most High. How do you personally worship the Most High? I don't worship anything, honestly. Yeah. Um when I say to the most high, what I'm saying is giving gratitude. And, you know, I choose to call that God, but it doesn't have to necessarily be God. It could just be something that exists that we don't we don't know, right? Because everybody has their name for their own deity that they believe in. But, yeah, I'm just giving gratitude to God, to the universe, to whatever created me, what, what giving me this power to do what I do here today.
1: What's
0: next? Wes, have you ever made love in nature? No. Absolutely not, man. I'm not making love in nature. I don't want to have ants crawling on my butt. That's insane. Absolutely not. I haven't even made love on a beach. Sand in your butt hole. Uh-uh. Nah. I get You may say put a towel down. That sand is going to find way. Us- Way in your butthole, I'm telling you. It just it just it's just a no go for me, honestly. You're very welcome. Any more questions before I let you go here, folks? Uh,
1: any more questions
0: for me here, folks? All right, folks, great night, great night. Thank you for joining me. Remember, you can always access my podcast if you go to West, uh, Google or come type in Wesley Virgin Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. You can get all these recordings that you hear now live. You can get them later. I do suggest to listen to them to condition your mind. Your mind has to be conditioned, which means you have to have a uh, foundation of success which is the way that you think the way that you believe the way that you act it's important so you need to listen to the people or persons to have the life that you want much love great night this is wesley billion dollar virgin and let's go